Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we're looking at the top 10 of the year 2022. Let's hear these amazing stories starting now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham-Vivanco. And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I have the privilege of being the co-founder of Equals Age and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. If you know it, say it with me. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And our hope for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, partners in ministry, and friends all over the world updated on to what is happening with the, with the ministry here in Ecuador. It's true. And at, we're another year in. It's another year over. Can you believe it? I can't. We are going to celebrate <laughs> the top 10 of 2022. Wow. And I say it that way because I keep saying 2002. <laughs> and Roberto's no. like, uh, I think you're like 20 years off. <laughs> 2022. Yes. Uh, it's incredible to see everything that has happened in this last year, right? And it's really fun to um, to put this show together, to go back and remember. Um, <laughs> there's so much in scripture that talks about uh, remembering. Right. And I have learned how important it is to stop and pause and remember and to see, see what God has allowed us to do and see that faithfulness. And I'm just pleased as punch to get to do this. That's really cool. And I want to tell our friends, our dear listeners, our technique for doing this is <laughs> looking into our pictures. Hey, don't give away all of our secrets. This is really fun. I mean, I mean, you have way more pictures than I would ever have <laughs> in my life. Yes. But it's just really cool to go back to see all those moments. When you see pictures, you go back to that moment and it's really cool. It- Um, Right? And it was just so fun to see everything that we've done. Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. 12 months. Here we are tumbling to the close of 2022 and about to launch 2023. Did I say it right that time? Yes. Okay, good. I I still feel that I'm recruiting teams for... Last summer, like 2019. No, that's that's so 2019. So, without further ado, let's start. Number 10. That and this just makes the list because it has um, impacted all of us and continues to impact us all in different ways. But the official end of the pandemic, and I say that because the Ecuadorian government Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. declared the pandemic officially over. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my word. Um, <laughs> however, we know it's not fully over. I mean, last Absolutely. last January, my whole family got sick again. Yes. Ex- except for, you know, that I don't even know what to say about the immune system of my husband, Roberto Vivanco. Like, He's Iron Man. He is Iron It's It's phenomenal. And I'm so very, very <laughs> thankful because he could take care Absolutely. of all of, of the, the rest of us. Well, the three of them and me. Uh, yeah, but one of them. Liam, I think, was not that bad. Or was he? Uh, he His was just delayed. Yeah, okay. We, they all got okay. croup. Graham's wasn't too bad. 
But croup. So, and then because of COVID and the flu and RSV going around, a nationwide mask mandate was just um, reinstated mm-hmm. here in Ecuador. Happily, this time around, they realized that we didn't need it outdoors. <laughs> so it's just indoors or in poorly ventilated areas. There's a mas- mask mandate. So you still see everyone wearing masks in the grocery store and government offices and doctor's offices and um, some people even wear them outside. But so, so very thankful that um, the official pandemic is behind us. Yes. So that's number 10. That's number 10. Number nine. Number nine. We have the privilege of walking with some students since they're little (laughs) until they graduate, right? Graduate from high school. From high school. And this is incredible because some of them were also so close in relationship that we can see what happens after high school. Mm -hmm. Um, We can see how they grow. I'm talking about specifically about Marvin, who is one of the first kids in a part of the scholarship program ever. And you've had a very strong relationship with him since mm-hmm. he was very little. Mm-hmm. Like, what, seven? Nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. So. No, seven. Seven, right? Seven, you're right. So now, like, he Eight. finished high school. Then he got into school in one of the best schools of the country mm-hmm. um, and universities. And he studied something related to sound engineering. Mm-hmm. And and he graduated from college. Graduated from university. Huge shout out to the Kellers. And North Dakota, who um, walked alongside Marvin in that um, higher education process. Mm-hmm. And we obviously have done a whole episode on Marvin. Right. Um, you can look back in the archives. But so proud of him and just incredible to get to, to be there. And then to get to have a, a real graduation party for him. And yes. he's a college graduate. And his brother started a, a cell phone repair company mm-hmm. that they now have three or four different Stores and because Marvin is bilingual, he is doing all of the ordering uh, internationally. And on top of that, he's working at HCJB, the Christian radio station here, using his sound engineering degree. And the great thing is that we are not just seeing these from far away, we are still doing things with him Mm -hmm. and we're still partnering in different areas. So, and we're going to keep sharing about that in a second. And true, I was supposed to have lunch with him today, but alas. Oh, it didn't happen. So number nine, Marvin, number eight, we're going to do a special shout out to the <laughs> Chapel of the Cross in Chapel Hill that uh, the university team that they brought mm-hmm. last March was was a wonderful team to begin with. Incredible. And the reason that they get a special shout out, because we're also going to talk about teams a little later on, um, is that two of the people on two of the the university students they brought are coming back this summer, this coming summer, 2023, to be mm-hmm. interns. Woohoo! Yeah. That's really cool. So a huge shout out to Haddon uh-huh. and to Jesus. Yes. We can't wait to welcome them. I know. It's really cool. This was our first team after like the, the crazy, crazy, crazy pandemic mm-hmm. moment. This was the first one where we reactivated. And it was really cool to see, to form new relationships, to see a group of people, of young people that were very committed to mingle with the community. Mm-hmm. Just come there form friendships, form relationships, and be ready. And we're so impacted that I'm sure not just one of them wants to come back. Many of them want mm-hmm. to come back, but it's really cool to see that at least two, two are have followed already through and, back. And have done the hard work of applying and interviews, yes. and they know the fundraising task that is ahead of them, mm-hmm. and they are, they're in for the summer. So it's awesome. Wow. 
Number seven. seven. Number seven. This is one of the biggest and most impactful, graceful. I mean, miracle <laughs> upon miracle. Yes. I can't even count that high. How the many story miracles? of our friend that we've shared before here, right? Mm-hmm. Our um, Iranian Christian friend who was widowed here and got trafficked into Ecuador. Yes. Um, uh, was widowed here in Ecuador, lived in Cristo Librador, and last March made the decision to travel overland um, to try yep. to seek asylum in in the United States, because even here she was being um, persecuted and harassed yeah. by, um, by, I'd, I'd have a hard time talking about all of this, yes. by about, uh, by extreme Islamist extremists, yes. even here in Ecuador. Yes, it's just really easy for them to locate them. So for many reasons, she felt that the best decision she could do was to go to the States, and she did, and the the journey mm. was crazy. We were praying oh and we were just trying to connect her to anyone that we knew wherever she go. If she's in this country, what church do who we do know? You, who do you know in Nicaragua? Yes. Who do you know in Honduras? Who do you... <laughs> Diocese of whatever. Who do you know? And in Mexico. So a huge, uh, I, I can't even begin to say thank you enough for the community of St. Matthew's Episcopal Church in Spartanburg that has um, welcomed our friend and her children and her traveling companion, who was a friend of her of her yeah. deceased husband and the dog. <laughs> uh, just an um, amazing story of grace upon grace upon grace. Yes. And that she is now in a safe place and has a community around her that loves her, that is encouraging her, encouraging her children and all the miracles around, including getting to hug her in the U S this summer, um, two days after she had been accepted into the country as an asylum seeker. And again, a huge shout out to St. Matthew's when, um, she asked me for help, there were a number of places that I looked first, but I, I knew that St. Matthew's would say yes. Um, and so I didn't want to ask them <laughs> because I knew that that, that they would uh, jump in with both feet. And I, I didn't know what I was asking and they didn't know what they were saying yes to. Yes. And it was the next right thing and it, it will change the trajectory of this whole family. So yeah. thank you, St. Matthew's. The thank greatest. you, Father Rob. Thank you for... All of you who have loved and supported her and her family. Yes, the greatest gift that we have is that we can trust Jesus in everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever we need something, we might not know what we're saying, yes, or we might not know what we're asking for, but we can trust that Jesus Mm -hmm. is there and he's working and he has moved his people graciously to just continue serving and and loving and caring. So thank you, everybody, Mm -hmm. that's been part of that. Number six. Yes. Um, number six is our uh, the continued ABCs from Ecuador with hope. Woo-hoo. Throughout the year, we've had a number of book readings. Last February is when I did my first virtual book reading with a public school in Richmond. Yes, because um, you're a published author. I'm a published author, yes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, for mu- mu- much of the month of May, mm-hmm. I did in-person readings for every uh, elementary class at the Alliance Academy International. Mm-hmm. And just really fun to get to uh, share that book, that it can be adapted for any age range from pre-reading, just starting to recognize 
letters all the way through sixth grade um, curriculum of how to use an ABCs, but it has science in it. It has um, natural history. It has culture, culture and history has language, obviously. And there, and to use it as a a spark to help um, students do their own creative writing or come Mm -hmm. up with their own ABCs book, just really fun. I'm very thankful for that. And just this morning, uh, yes. got a call that someone had just ordered 20 to 25 books. They were like, we don't know how many is it a case. So we'll, we, we'll let you know if we want 20 or 25. And that's incredible. That, that's amazing. Um, there's no shelf life for uh-huh. it. It's not like, you know, it's talking about modern culture today. And in 10 years or five years, it's going to seem so, so 2022. Because <laughs> uh, we've been published in 2021. But the alphabet is mm-hmm. um it's pretty stable. We're gonna be it using is, it. Is. We can continue to use it. So that's really exciting. Yes, when we come to number five, our greatest blessing is to be able to visit our ministry sites, continue mm-hmm. the relationship with them. And this year was not the exception. We actually achieved many, many good things with all of our ministry sites. Uh, we actually opened a new one, a okay. new ministry site. A new ministry in Ambato. In Ambato, um, the Church of Philadelphia. The pastors are Fernando and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, a beautiful, beautiful community that wants to be part of Equal Stage program so that they can reach out to more people in their community, in their yeah. neighborhood, around the church. So many of our sites are... The churches themselves are mm-hmm. in desperate and difficult situations. But this yes. is a, a middle, upper middle class church yes. that uh, is not focused on themselves. They're focused on the outreach and be mm-hmm. able to to pour into the community around them. Yeah. Um, the, the squatters that even live where the church is right up past on the hill and just... Um, Really exciting. We got to go to Ambato. We got to go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas. But not Las Vegas, Nevada. No, 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 no Las Vegas, Nevada. We didn't go. <laughs> that was funny. You guys can't see where he did just look down the sheet. He was like, what? Las no, no, Vegas? No, no, Las Vegas, Nevada, no. no Las Vegas, Esmeraldas. It's, uh, when we went and visited our ministry sites in Same and in Sua, and we have been um, able to help Second Chances open a ministry site in a town, believe it or not, called Las Vegas. Forget stoplights, forget stop signs. This is literally just a crossroads in the Ecuadorian coastal area. But uh, a, a church and people that are passionate about bettering the lives of others in the name of Jesus. So yeah. it's great to help people be the hands and feet and live out what it is they say they believe. Really cool. With the excuse sometimes of bringing a team, we're also able to go and enjoy mm-hmm. of the people there, right? So that happens this that happened this year with many ministry sites. Yeah, but one of the of biggest shout outs is to Dios es Amor mm-hmm. oh, and gosh. how incredibly warm that welcome was this time they know us and we know them and it's really cool i feel like home when i go back there Mm -hmm. but this time they did an amazing job um one of the people from their community uh lady is she is a chef and she prepared a beautiful beautiful lunch for us and they just arranged everything. It was just really cool to be back there and to see how first, A, the church building is already fixed, done, ready to because go. Because Teams this right? summer. Um, yes, because of Teams this summer helped a lot. In that. And and yes, it was a great visit there. Um, Love Dios is more. And then also you took a little trip to Esmeraldas to I visit did. Santa Maria, which is part of five visit our, visiting our ministry sites. But that leads straight into four, which is... Christmas, Christmas letters, yes. Christmas really, cards. really fun. 
You, why did you go to Esmeraldas? I went there so that uh, first, of course, I could support and visit the the community there. Mainly our our friend Marta, who is the leading um, missionary in that community in that church. She's a deacon. She's a deacon, yes. And so it was really cool to be with her. But also we we brought a group of what five young people from Cristo Liberador Church to Esmeraldas to be able to do Christmas letters with them, the Christmas cards. Mm -hmm. uh, in past years, it has been really hard for our coordinator, Erika, to be there in Esmeraldas by herself and trying to lead the kids to do their Christmas cards. Suddenly, they didn't understand the directions or it was just really hard to contain all those kids. So we went this time with many people and we tried to help them. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And it was mm -hmm. really, really fun. Awesome. Um, that leaves out. And then... As well as you did that, but the larger Christmas card, we just did a whole episode about that about three, <laughs> three episodes ago. So I think everyone's up to speed on the yes. collection and translation and matching people and sending them out. And hopefully um, everyone who's listening has already gotten theirs. Yes. Number three. Number three. Wow. We got <laughs> Juan Carlos Quiñones, who was the main pastor at the Church of Buen Pastor. Priest, yes. Priest you guys can't see. Sorry. You can't see Arita's face. I'm trying He's to like, figure out in my mind, like, right what language? is the right term? What's the right role? Yes. He was the priest in the Church of Buen Pastor. Mm -hmm. And he was also working with our, with our organization within Youth World mm -hmm. as the finance director. Mm -hmm. And he was elected bishop of the Diocese mm -hmm. of Ecuador Central um, this year. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it is just an amazing He is just an amazing man, an amazing son of God. And it's great to see that he is blooming with everything, right? Like mm -hmm. he's the right person for the role. There's many things that he can achieve with all his people. And it is amazing that he's also considering us the partners, you yes. know, in the ministry and everything mm -hmm. that he wants to do. And we have so many different plans and dreams for It, that. It's just a, a gift for equals H to have a partner in ministry um, rise to this level of leadership. We've gotten to have some meetings with him about hopes and dreams of how to support the diocese mm -hmm. for years and years. And I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about saying this for posterity, but for years and years, the diocese <laughs> wasn't necessarily, it didn't feel like a very safe place. Right. And uh, depending on who was in charge over the last 20 years, um, Sometimes it's really hard to figure out how to support churches, how to support students in desperate and difficult situations that happen to be in Episcopal churches um, because politics would just get in the way. And now to have a red carpet laid out and equals age invited through the front door and how we can support. And the diocese isn't taking any cut or any part of it. They just want to be able to support healthy, good ministry and in, in their different churches. So really, really exciting. Um, and to just, just to get to be present at Juan Carlos's yes. ordination. Yes. I had the gift of being one of his presenters. You were there. You sang as yes, part of the service. Um, I want to say 40 people were there from Youth World to support yes. him and to watch him take the Youth World culture and... I mean, where it's not a perfect place, but it's a really good place. Mm -hmm. And to watch him take that culture and put it into the diocese, um, he had to let somebody go. Um, and it, it was a good thing. It was time for this person who had been um, around in some unhealthy ways for maybe a, a long time, had to let them go. 
Um, but he like threw a goodbye party and a going away party, which is something that we do in youth world and a despedida. So many people come in and out and to watch him move that culture of youth world into, um, the diocese. All the, all that experience and all that wisdom carrying on in one person that can not just use it for himself, but wants to expand it Mm -hmm. to all his community. That is, that is really, really, really And actually had gifts for clergy and just made a point to make sure that the cleaning, the woman who's in charge of the cleaning at the diocese, that she also received her gift even though she was sick and missed the yeah. party and I mean that's just Juan Carlos's heart yeah. so, and it's really cool to see also Cameron how many people um, that belong to Equals H family to the Episcopalian Church in, in the States are seeing what Juan Carlos is doing they believe in him and they want to support him too mm-hmm. so it's not just yeah. us it's many people together right and it, that's, yeah. that's the, the incredible part of seeing God's work that he puts people that would never ever be connected um, mm-hmm. into one space in one time mm-hmm. so it's really cool because mm-hmm. many people came for his ordination too they did they did, and that brings us to number two because right <laughs> before his ordination was right before yes, right before was the largest surprise of my life. Um, getting uh, to celebrate twenty years of yes. um, being here in Ecuador, but the fact that that y'all chose to celebrate that in a surprise sort of <laughs> sort of way, yeah. But uh, just what. Uh, what a gift. What a humbling and overwhelming and exciting gift. There was a fake surprise party. There was, it was a fake surprise party. It was party. still a surprise party um, in April. And I could right after I, I finished 20 years here and walked into John and Caroline's house and y'all were all there and yelled surprise. And I yelled surprise back because I didn't, <laughs> didn't know, know what, what we were surprising. <laughs> um, come to find out later that y'all only did that surprise party because you thought I had figured something out about the huge surprise party in May, which, of course, I was completely clueless. Um, and so then we got to, to have another round of surprise parties. That's true. We just truly believe that it's really necessary to celebrate what God has done in our lives. Mm-hmm. And he, there's many people with me that agree that he has used you mm-hmm. to do amazing stuff in our lives, our communities, our churches, mm-hmm. and our country. So we needed to celebrate that. That's mm-hmm. when I saw that, when I realized about it, I was like, we yeah, need to celebrate you, this. You started it all. It was you. <laughs> yes, I was very determined. And actually going through my notes, preparing for this podcast, I realized that I saw this on April 2021 because huh. it was already um, April 12th. And uh-huh. you told me, oh, April 4th is when I came here and when everything started. And I was like, okay, I'm going to record oh this. And we decided, uh, thankfully, we belong to a beautiful family and ministry mm-hmm. at Equals H in the States with Chip Smith and Celeste Bundy. Um, when I shared this with them, they they agreed with me that we had to celebrate. A huge shout out to Celeste and to yes. Chip and to Caroline and to Laura and... To the Plumleys and Laura to Jennings, Edla yes. and to everyone who sent videos and and people who gave that I didn't even know that there was we just all, I, even know. I have to say that all which all we had to do was opening the door and everything came I'm in just all amazing. the love and all the thankfulness came in people came down to to visit just for the came. fourteen people came just for the party mm-hmm. some of them stayed longer to see Juan Carlos. 
Um, a little two-for-one-er. Yes, but people Good came planning. here for that, and we got to celebrate the first 20 years of ministry of Cameron Vivanco. Here, here. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very I promise much. I will never surprise you again. Thank you. I also <laughs> really appreciate that. I'm getting older, you know, in my heart. <laughs> um, and that leads us to our very top thing. Well, we have two of them, really. Uh, number one of... Of 2022, the first one is all of the students that we get to walk with. Yes. Um, the stories of hope. In fact, we're going to launch the new year with stories of hope mm-hmm. um, and just remind people uh, that's the name that Celeste has coined it, but just remind people of the the stories and the people that are impacted because of their generosity and supporting micro scholarships. So number one spot is split between the students themselves and then also the teams. Just want to really thank again, Chapel of the Cross, Church of the Advent, Christ Church, Elizabeth City, St. John's and Tallahassee of Florida, the conglomeration of churches, the mm-hmm. Episcopal mm-hmm. Diocese of Upper South Carolina, um, the team that came from Cahey from the Diocese of Washington, the vision team of the um, Eichelbergers, so much of what we get to do is impacted by people who want to come alongside us. Mm-hmm. Um, it creates life transformation in individuals on the teams. It creates life transformation in um, students in ministry sites, in the churches in ministry sites. Yes. And it is a, a way for us to continue to provide these micro scholarships and to provide the whole program financially. So we just, we number one, Teams, amazing, right. and thank you so, so very much. Yep. And then um, what we see through teams, as you said, is amazing. But as we said in the first, I think was the first one? No, it was in number eight. The church from Chapel of the Cross came. Mm-hmm. It is incredible when we see the fruit of that coming back to us. Mm-hmm. We pray and hope that it, whatever is the fruit, you may live it and live it well. But it is amazing when that fruit come back to, comes back to us. Mm-hmm. And this time, as you said, Jesus and Haddon has applied to be interns for next summer, summer 2023. So we are so, so happy that they want to come back. And we are so happy to welcome them here. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Marvin applied for last summer, summer right? Uh-huh. 2022. And he was part of our team. He was part of our staff for summer and was incredible to see him growing and helping other interns and training them, you know, and, and mentoring them in a way. Mm-hmm. It was just really cool. So seeing the fruit of of what Equals H has done, either receiving teams or with the scholarships or with the partnering in the churches, um, just seeing that fruit coming back and, and getting mm-hmm. become bigger and bigger every time is just amazing. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who's listening. None of this would be possible without the supporters who make Education Wells Hope mm-hmm. possible, those who support the Vivanco family, those who support Education Wells Hope and the Micro Scholarships, those who come down on teams. Here is a huge shout out to you. Thank you so much. We love you and we look forward to what's going to happen in the next year. Yes. Thank you so much for everything you do and for everything you will continue with, of doing. With us. <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.